Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Hey-o. Monster Podcast. I am Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And today we're going to be doing the classic metal exploitation movie, not Rocktober Blood, <laughs> but Black Roses. Black Roses. Yeah. Uh, this one is uh, very... I love it. It's very highly regarded in the world of these kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. I, I've loved it since I rented it when I was, think, 14, maybe. Yeah, that... that puffy box really sells it out they had that at prime time and yeah. uh man is this movie broken oh it really i is. love this movie yeah it's, it's super fun it is a lovable movie but it's going to sound very much like we hate it because the you can't talk about it it's without broken. talking about all the parts that don't make there's it. no goddamn lick there's of no sense. sense yeah there's a lot that doesn't make a damn bit of but sense. but I, I do like movies like this where they just don't care yeah They're like wait why oh, is this yeah. happening who cares demon rock stars yeah, yeah but where, where do they does. come from they're demon rock stars. <laughs> they come from wherever their tour bus is. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, a lot of weird stuff. It's also, it it shows through how charming the movie is as far as like, it's a half million dollar movie in the middle of the 80s. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty decent sized budget for a movie that's kind of, kind of a low budget movie. But, yep. um, but also, you know, like all the t-shirts that everybody's wearing were all screened in their basement. You know, like, some of the a lot shots. Of those were, shirts. Yeah, me too. Make uh, that shirt. Too. I'm gonna actually, honestly, I'm gonna contact them after this, and yep. I'm gonna see if I can license that shirt. Awesome. Because I will totally print those. Yeah. Um, because that would be really fun. But yeah, they, you know, they screen printed them in their basement, and you know, like that weird boob scene was also shot in like their tiny New York apartment, and like, it's kind of awesome. Oh, the scene where it was just like, here's a pair of boobs for <laughs> five minutes. <straight."> yeah. <laughs> they they paid a stripper fifty bucks to. Oh, seriously? In front of a mirror, and yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be a joke or if they literally did that. They probably literally did that because it's not the girl. Yeah, it's, no, it is definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are, I believe, there are four separate pairs of breasts in this movies in this movie that are supposed to be hers but are not, <laughs> or three, and then one set that is hers. Uh, <laughs> very. Odd tonight movie. on Boob Watch. Yes, I was. <laughs> we need to track them all down quickly. All right, uh, so <laughs> starting off, uh, so we get we get an opening that was shot specifically to appease the investors in the movie. It was the movie started originally Mr. with Mr. Freaking Captain Commentary yeah, here sorry, with all guys. the fun facts. Uh, yeah, it, it originally started with just the doors and the guy being pulled away from the door. And that was like, that was the original opening. Okay. It was just started right there. Okay, so you can explain this first opening then, I guess. Yeah, and so... And they why s- they don't look at all like... Because they hired way better makeup people. Yeah. Um, they got a chunk of money from the distributor who said, there's not enough monsters in this movie. Okay. And so they said, okay, uh, we'll we'll shoot another scene to go at the beginning and just monster up this beginning for you, and and that'll do it. And so that, <laughs> the boobs, the boobs in the mirror, yep. that was added in because they were like, not enough boobs. Um, they said, so they hired these two makeup artists who went on to be like huge i think one of them worked on jurassic park mm-hmm. and like like really 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 well like okay really talented people that weren't the same people who worked on the rest of the movie so that's why it looks totally gotcha. different. so it is because it is totally different like yeah. all the all the the band members aren't the same they're they don't have the girl band member like no that, because we get to know all the band members so well 
So we do. Uh, so although <laughs> speaking of the commentary, I finally figured out who the guy that has the the lady that has sex with Johnny was the keyboard player or the bassist or whoever that woman was. Oh yep. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I didn't either. I don't think we were supposed to know, but that changes every, nothing. Come on, everything. <laughs> It was important to me, okay? But the, the opening scene doesn't even make any sense either, though. It's just like they're playing this concert. They're all monsters. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then it's like this one guy is looking through the door. Yes. And somebody comes and it's like, hey, get out of there. We're shutting this down. Are, are you sane? Take this guy away. Like, wait, what? <laughs> this guy okay. was like concerned. The guy who was at the window was like, oh, fuck, there's a bunch of monsters in there. And then this dude shows up with two cops and says, we have a we have a court order to yeah. shut this concert down. And then they drag him away as if he was protesting. Yeah. He looks like he was freaking the fuck out. Um, but instead, I love the makeup on the singer with the, the oh, monster mouth. Looks great. Totally. It looks great. The, those makeup. And when he turned back into that thing again at the end, like it was. Like, oh, oh, wait. <laughs> The thing he turned into at the end was so funny. <laughs> it's it was riot. really cute. It's so cute. It was a freaking adorable. Um, <laughs> and also, yeah, the they're. I love him. It's like, oh, we're we're gonna fight. I'm gonna transform into a big cute monster that can't move very well. <laughs> this is better than the form I had before for yeah. sure. And let's not even talk about this guy's choice of weapons. Every time he goes to fight one of these fucking monsters, <laughs> it's like let's find the softest. <laughs> a gong mallet. Okay, we've got a gong mallet. I've got a tennis racket. I'm gonna, <laughs> what am I going to do to fight these guys? I just want something that's not going to hurt the poor monster. This movie should have ended with him shopping for a new tennis racket. Yeah. <laughs> that great. Uh, so, all right. Um, so he gets bowled over by monsters once the door opens. Uh, that's, and our, then, that's our cold open. Then We get monster bash. Yeah, um, then we cut straight to two incredibly beautiful Lamborghini Contashes driving down the middle of an empty city, like town street. They're so nice. They are pretty gorgeous. It's kind of crazy. You know what they don't have though is electric doors. (laughs) (laughs) But they do in this movie. (laughs) Doors open the same time. Go Mm. And then if you look, you can see the person's (laughs) arm pushing the door up. That's nice. Um, also, apparently, uh, the director pushed the the cars into frame when they were pulling in because they were like so afraid of the cars. They were just like, "Oh, they'll Oop. they'll take off from you." Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he he stops in the middle of the road and then he like gives the devil sign to the Lamborghini behind him for some reason. Just and then that cool. one goes. Yeah, it also does that. <laughs> yep. That shit cracked me up so hard. And then, and then we just cut away to them to this series of like P- putting their posters up everywhere. Yeah, and the poster is so janky. Like, yeah, because I it think, says black roses, but then it's just like this glamour shots pretty boy picture of Damien with his name on it. Like, see Damien live. His headshot. Yeah, like ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, very very odd little little poster for that. But again, it's them trying to pretend that they're not this like satanic man of war that they really are. Mm-hmm. They're actually some sort of like foreigner type band. Because uh, <laughs> he does hometown. <laughs> he does have that like Lou Graham like Chess King like thing going on for that first that first song. Mm-hmm. He's got the oh, he looks ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so we get a series of vignettes just establishing who each one of these characters is. 
our our three main characters, four main characters, each get a little like, I'm at home with my family. They don't like black roses. <laughs> what was she doing with that record anyway? Bringing it to school? And it wasn't like, it wasn't even the record. It was the record sleeve too, right? Like she, she folded it up. She's like, it's it just up. a record cover. <laughs> yeah. I'm just carrying around the cover to my LP. Like a normal child does. <clears throat> Parents just don't understand. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the son is passed out. The, Just then, like your father. Yeah, and then we're, intru- sleep. <laughs> we're introduced to the... Uh, creepy oh, stepdad the, guy. The creepy stepdad who is the main character from My Bloody Valentine. Yep. Which was amazing. Again, more Canadians in this movie. This movie is chock full of Canadians. You hear occasional oot and a boots in <laughs> certain certain circumstances. Um <clears throat> And then we're we're introduced to our main main character, who is the the Playboy centerfold teacher, like the Playgirl Man of the Year, whatever his name is, um, Matthew Morehouse. Matthew Morehouse is in the his? movie. Okay, he I don't is, know his real name. He's actually the Marlboro Man. Really? Which I didn't know. What? <laughs> yeah, I watched the commentary. That's the Marlboro Man. He died then, right? He must have, yeah. Well, he was the print ad Marlboro Man, not the not the commercial Marlboro Man. They were two different guys. What? Yeah, I know. I'm revealing all the terrible secrets. I'm going to take a break here and go research some Marlboro Men. I know. It's very <laughs> sad. <laughs> uh, he was great, though, the teacher. I thought he, he was the best actor in the movie. He was definitely the best actor in the movie. Yep. Uh, yeah, he was, he was really good. Um, and we start talking about Walt Whitman and evil. Yeah. And we ask Johnny, because Johnny clearly is the brightest bulb in this Johnny class. Johnny should be a politician, because he's good at just <laughs> rambling on a bunch of nonsense when he gets asked a question. Yeah. Turns out he was talking about Mill Basin this whole time. He's a pretty cool guy. He was a pretty he's, cool guy. He's Ralph Waldo Emerson guy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, very strange. He uh, he compares it to the the situation with with black roses coming and the parents not wanting him to show up. <laughs> they're saying that they're good because they go to church, and he's and these guys just want to play music and it's something bringing something good to the town. Yeah, yeah. Walt Whitman knew what was up, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> the whole concept of this movie is just utterly hilarious. Where it's yes. like this this band comes to Mill Basin. Nothing town and plays four shows in a row. Yeah, this is it's at the very school much... auditorium, but they're apparently already <laughs> famous, and this is going to be their first time playing out of the studio. Yeah, well, we did one time before, but that didn't go so well. Is that what they said? There is a throwaway line later on, huh. and I, I I don't know if they added that line to make the beginning oh make some sort of God. sense. Oh my God! Okay, because that was the the whole plot of this movie was this is their first time playing out of the studio. Oh, okay. So that intro doesn't make any sense unless that intro is showing what happened at Madison Square Garden after the fact. But I don't think they <laughs> those, thought that. Those were the 300 people that were at Madison Square Garden? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Things were definitely not going well. Um, no, they sold it out? Oh, yeah. Madison right. Square Garden only fits 300. Okay. That's... I don't remember what it was like in the 80s. Uh, so Johnny likes a girl in his class, but she's into the teacher. Hmm. Uh, so Julie, Julie, our our other throwaway this protagonist. Movie, well, not really. She plays a big part. The the main throwaway protagonist is Priscilla, the mayor's daughter, who the teacher Holy used to go out shit. with. Just the most useless subplot ever. That whole character could get taken out. She gets killed for no reason. She's in this movie for no reason. 
I feel like she was related to somebody or was like there. And they just like shoehorned it apart for. Yeah. And it doesn't work. Uh, No, she doesn't belong in this movie at all. Her dad is the mayor mayor. who this guy is friends with. The teacher's friends with the mayor and but was also dating her his daughter. Yes. Like that seems to be the case. It's just so weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, So Johnny's fabric painting black roses onto his jacket. Um, Telling his dad that I bought tickets for the first two shows. Yeah. (laughs) His dad doesn't like it, just like all the rest of the parents. Well, his dad like doesn't know if he likes it or not. <laughs> his dad, his, his dad's so like his dad is a sad blank slate. <laughs> yes. he's really like. Well, Julie's father said it was okay, so I guess I think it's okay too. Well, son, do you think it's a good idea? <laughs> Tell are, me. People are saying it doesn't seem very good. <laughs> yep, and then he's like, "Man, I guess it does." <laughs> so we get to our uh, our city meeting with the uh, the fake PMRC. I feel like I've seen this scene like eight times before. Yeah, that's because we've been going through the movies. The metal all, movies, yeah. All through the Satanic Panic movies. Yep. So we're, we're almost done. We're almost we're almost through all the good ones, at least, or all the ones people know. Um, so we have this woman, uh, Julie Adams, of Creature from the Black Lagoon, yep. playing basically um, Phyllis Schlafly, kind of like the, the super right-wing conservative Christian lady like laying it down that all these lyrics are bad and they're saying that we should that you're going to destroy your town and that it's going to you know replace the lord and other things and the mayor is all like well, what about when you used to listen to chuck berry and every generation yeah this scene remember your son had a had a beatles haircut had a ringo star haircut and we were going to run him out of town on a board <laughs> but your we just is, killed him instead yeah, we just buried him in the backyard and forgot about it um so he reads off some fairly inconsequential inconsequential lyrics from them. It's like, yeah, trash a, your happy home. Yeah, trash your happy home was like the meanest thing that they said. Yeah. It's not exactly guar, but uh, it's okay. They're like a Billy and the Boingers. They're they're very Billy and the Boingers. Yeah, the so Mayor Farnsworth. He, he comes up and he starts saying these positive things and everybody is like instantly swayed. That's what I like about yeah. this scene. And then the teacher too walks in in the middle of it and he's like, isn't rock and roll meant to like challenge us? Just like poetry, right, Mr. Morehouse? And yep. he's like, oh, uh, uh. What, why is he standing there? And then he gets awkward when he gets called out. Why wouldn't he just get in there and sit in for the meeting? Like, All good questions. All good questions. That scene makes no sense to me. All you have to do is say something to the people in that room though. Because every time she said, it's evil and it's bad, they all went, yeah, it's really evil and bad. And then the mayor went, it isn't really very evil or bad. And they went, yeah, yeah it really is. I guess isn't it isn't evil or bad. Yikes. <laughs> that is not great. Um, so this is Johnny going out. Somehow Johnny has gotten his crush to go out on a walk with him. And he's doing a real like what crazy singing in the rain, kind of running and spinning, and on, spinning every, on every, every telephone pole. Yes. Uh, Lint, light, light, lamp, post. light post. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. <laughs> He's so goofy in this, and I, I also the mu- the music the music is broken in this movie. It sounds Crazy. it sounds like a Super Nintendo RPG <laughs> or like a kids adventure movie. Like the whole time they're yeah. There's, there's, there's some Casio trumpets and old, like, <laughs> yes. it's so awkward. It's yeah. so utterly distracting too. Yeah, and there are some other moments that are absolutely distracting that 
are completely different on the other end of the spectrum. One of the times he pulls his car in, it sounds like A-Team sequent, like incidental music, yeah. like really like, <laughs> like really like, it's, it's really like, intense, what? like super heroic kind of stuff. I forgot to look up the music maker of this. I wonder if he's done anything else. I don't know. I feel like, like I kind of want to watch something else and see if he also butchers it this badly. I feel like it's probably Carmine Apice. Yeah. I mean, right? It you seems learned like, how to pronounce it, so it's probably right. I, Apice? Is that right? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Car- and yeah, that is the drummer for this band is famed drummer from like Ozzy and all these other bands. Carmine Apice. So, no. Is it Vinny? It's Vinny, not Carmine. Sure. Yeah, sorry. I forgot which apathy it is. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay, so they're going on this thing, and he's like, he's playing the fucking, like, friend-zoned card hard. Oh, he's yeah. like, well, well, you could just like me. Why would you like another person when you could just like me? Because I'm standing here. Wouldn't that be easier? And it's like, no, I, I like someone else, and I don't like you, so go fuck yourself. But uh, And then he's just like, I gotta break out. I gotta Paint this town red. Yeah. <laughs> and so to paint the town red, what was he going to do? He breaks into a, a lumber <laughs> factory, comes out, yep, and he's got red paint. <laughs> Unfortunately, he gets that not they, even red spray paint. No, red has, a bucket of paint. Yes, <laughs> a bucket of red paint that he has stolen from a lumber yard. And he's going to do something with this one bucket of paint to paint the town red. And I, he also found a paintbrush at the same time. No, were you smart about that? Um, unfortunately, the teacher was out for a walk. And so Following he hear, directly he, behind Oh, them. yeah. So he they hear him coming. So they're like, oh, shit. And they book it. So we never see what he was going to do with the red paint. I have a theory. Oh, God. I think he was just going to walk the town and replicate a the family circus comic strip where Billy runs everywhere. And he's just going to paint red dashes up the sides of people's houses over their roof. I think I think you got it. I think yep, that's, that's it. That's what was going to happen. <laughs> Teacher ruined everything. Yeah, this was going to be the path of the devil through this town. <laughs> uh, he's going to paint like one tiny fucking pentagram on the street that'll just fade off. I, I don't know. I mean, as this is clearly in Canada because this was like the worst thing they could think of to happen. They were like, what's the most Canadian crime you can think of? Ah, I went down to a lumber yard and I stole a bucket of paint. That's Why? Because <laughs> I'm going to paint the town red. Get it. <laughs> yeah. So he does that, uh, but he leaves it behind and he also leaves his, his Swiss army knife that yep. he was using to pry the bucket open. The, the teacher is right behind them and sees a man coming out of the mist from the lumber yard who disappears. Yep. And then his main concern is that he found a jackknife that he was positive belonged to that kid. Yeah, I thought we were going to see like a close-up of the knife with John's name on it or something. Something. We've never seen John playing with this knife at all before. No, it, it was never introduced. So we have Unless to assume- we assume that we never see a shot of the teacher looking at John. Yeah. Just like he was just walking behind them. So we don't know if we ever actually did see him. No, that was a weird part. Yes. And then, oh man, the spookiest thing happens. The paint catches on fire. It does. Why? Demon paint. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I love how the I'm teach- going to answer it as much as I answer questions yeah. in this movie. I mean, the moment when the teacher hears a paint can lid hit the ground and he's like, oh shit, I've got to spring into action and <laughs> yeah. then runs down the street. 
that moment, I was like, I think some students doing something bad. Time for super teacher. <laughs> his his senses were going off because he was like, this is this is really important. Somebody's painting the town red. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> terrible puns going on here. Uh, so. Back in class, the brawny paper towel teacher uh, gives Johnny back his knife. Also, uh, I love how he organizes um, the forum desks. Mm. So the so when they go into forum setting, everybody <laughs> makes this giant horseshoe kind of things with the yep. desk. And so before he talks about Johnny's knife and plays that shit up, he calls for a forum. Yes. But then the bell rings like a literal one minute later. <laughs> Everybody, it's one it's minute until the class you think, like, is over. One kid be, um, we're leaving in like a minute. Forum, <laughs> don't care. I just like seeing the desks move. I just like fucking up the floor for the. And he janitor. did this whole thing just to fuck with John. Apparently, yeah. Let him know that like I saw you almost do something stupid. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even know that that paint didn't belong to him. Yeah. He could have just dropped it. <clears throat> Who knows? Maybe he was painting a fence for somebody. Nope, you heard that paint can drop, and he was like, that's, cry- that's a crime. That sound. sounds like crime. That's a crime paint drop. <laughs> <laughs> no one would <laughs> no one would open paint that way unless they were doing evil with it. Uh, <clears throat> and it's red fire paint to boot. <laughs> and then, uh, speaking, of, speaking of very odd, like, just out of nowhere, little dialogue scenes, right after the class ends, he comes up to the teacher, and he's like, uh, I know that you saw what I did, but then he, what is his fucking? No, dialogue? he doesn't say he saw. No, he says, "My mother left my father because he was <laughs> afraid right. to take a chance." I'm not gonna let that happen to me. I I don't know what that means. Okay, I, <laughs> I, it's like my dad was too much of a coward to break into the lumberyard and grab a fucking <laughs> red paint, and that's what not I, me. That's what I wish. <laughs> I wish the teacher had had some sort of reaction to yeah. that line, like a normal person would have, which is like. So your parents okay. would still be together if your dad did something stupid? Like, what <laughs> What the hell does this have to do with anything? Like, I wish he had kind of addressed that, but did not. So Julie stays behind to talk to him. Yes. Because everybody knows they're... Whoop, whoop. Oh, yes. <laughs> Even after. Um, and so... Yeah, and then they have that little scene in the hallway I love again. it so much. And it's just like, he knows... Like I need to talk. She's like, I need to talk to you, Johnny, about last night. And then that one dude I sent you that text picture of. <laughs> look up, look up the cast of this movie on IMDb. Amazing. Because this guy just plays off this super scene, like, oh, last night, ooh, and he starts making kissy faces, and then and he does then, like the the, the, the blowjob <laughs> pantomime. I don't know what you call it. His IMDb picture is him doing that blowjob <laughs> pantomime. <laughs> This poor idiot. I I don't know if he he did that to himself. I was or just scrolling somebody... through the cast to see if there were any out. You know. This is what people. I. <laughs> it was just like, holy shit! Are you kidding me? This is what I chose. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I don't regret this one bit. And he just overdoes it so much too. Where he's just yeah. okay. All the he's, kisses and the book. Yeah, we get it. He's, he's like hanging. He's off hanging the off side a locker. The they're locker. like already like twenty feet down the hall, and he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. That sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so this is when we get. We finally actually get to see the band. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the. Yeah. What is, what even is this? They're playing at the, what the high school gym, so the this, high school auditorium. Yeah, this thing is tiny. Yeah, it is a very small location. Well, Mill Basin's a very small town. True. So so there, <laughs> it looks like they're playing the gym because the 
the school council had to agree to it. So yeah, it must so the be school board approved it. So it's happening at in the school. the school. Okay. So nothing's more metal than playing a high school <laughs> yes. gymnasium. So we and have the adults in the room for this one. Yes. And so they're all in the back and they're like, we're not sure if we're going to let this keep going. Even though they're already playing, it's yeah. kind of too late. And it's the most mellow, peaceful, my hometown. Yeah, he <laughs> sings like a shitty John Mellencamp yeah. kind of song. And uh, actually, it's more, it sounds like Asia or Toto or one of those mm-hmm. proggy, like, mainstream bands from the 80s. Um, and he throws the he throws our our main girl a, ro- a, a black rose. A black rose. Oh, yes, a black rose. A he titular won- rose. Yes, a titular rose. <laughs> Oh, Ario Speedwagon. That's what that sounded like. Okay. It sounded just like Ario Speedwagon. Uh, so the adults are like talking amongst themselves. And they're like, well, it's a little bit loud, but I guess I don't see any harm in it. And they're all bored because the song sucks. <laughs> and so they all leave. I love this scene. So the, the parents all leave. The second the door shuts, <laughs> the lights go off. They start shredding the guitars. It comes back on, and they're all in black leather. And the, they're the, all the, in man of war gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they start doing their heavy metal stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm talking the second the door shut. Yeah, they didn't great. play like any like Safeway. Like, nope. You know, give it a give it a second for the parents to actually leave the building before we crank this up. No way. Yeah, so literally the door shuts and then the lights go out instantly. Like the lights drop yeah. when the lights come back on. All their clothes are off, basically, and they're in straight-up bondage gear. Um, and so... You never see much of their crew, either. No. I mean, uh, you do sometimes. That's because the devil sets everything up for ah. them. Ah. Uh, so, at class, the next day... Hey, everybody's too tired from the rock and show to pay attention and learn about... Yeah. Um, what, Longfellow or something? Who cares? The Transcendentalists. I think it was American <laughs> Transcendentalists, I think, is what was on the board. Why do we need to keep studying these dead guys when there's a cool poet alive right now named <laughs> no, Damien? I know it's That's the after the third time. I still want to say it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> and that's the funny thing, too, man. Like, this is a school night. All yep. these four nights. Yep. Approved by the school board. Yeah. How would that happen? <laughs> it wouldn't. It no. absolutely would not. But, you know, it did. Maybe they got bribed. The school board got, like, seriously bribed. Satan money. Yeah. Um, like, we'll let you drive one of our Lamborghinis. I'd do Sold. it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so Those Lamborghinis you'll never see again. <laughs> yeah. So the kids get into some fist fights. We've got our uh, <laughs> our crazy Italian stereotype muscle kid. Did you see the Rob Halford looking guy in this scene, too? Yeah. What was he doing there? Just They're in high out. school. There's Just like this 30-year-old bald dude, like 40-year-old. I was, I was confused. <laughs> I mean, all these kids are like in their late 20s. Yeah. Like everyone. But this guy was like super old. <laughs> I mean, I think. This guy was like, can my dad just be in the movie? I think How old lot, is he? Just 42. I, I mean, feel he can, like he can a be lot a high these, schooler. A lot of these <laughs> teens were pushing 40. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, some weird stuff. So they get into a fight over a record. It's not. It's We never find out what the fight's for. It's just. It's, just it, it's precursing fight. because. The, the band's making the town. Making everybody angry and crazy. And making people pick people up by their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that happens. He's totally grabbing his junk. Oh, yeah. In so, the air. In the air. Air junk. <laughs> and now the teacher goes to talk to the band. He's like, I'm going to find out for myself. I love this on. scene. I love it because I love the idea that like a teacher just says, you know what? I don't know. Kiss is in town. 
I feel like I need to talk to them about how things are going. I'm going to get that Gene Simmons on the horn and talk to him about things. It's like, why what? Why would they say yes to this? Why in the hell would they but say I love, yes? I love, so the meeting, so he goes to talk to Damien, who is in a pair of khakis and a polo shirt with normal length yeah. hair. And like, he's totally not a rock star character mm-hmm. at all. And they're both drinking glasses of milk. <laughs> both drinking glasses of milk. I Yeah. That one was weird. Yeah. And I also like how they made it look like all the 80s rockers were like an act. Like the singer yeah. the singer wasn't really this wild-haired right, exactly. drunk. He was just like, oh, "I'm I'm a normal I'm a normal uh American dad." Yeah. Like then I put on my mullet wig and I rock and turn into a green monster. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's basically Kiss. I mean, I yeah. think that's probably more <laughs> more accurate for like Kiss than almost any band. Gotcha. But uh so they say that they're testing out the show for these four days. The reason that they're in town is because they wanted to go to a small town, just get their get their sea legs as they're out on tour, just kind of test the water. No it sense. makes no sense. I mean, and this is also where that throwaway line is from. He's like, you know, we we wanted to play something like this because we never played out of the studio before, yeah. oh, except one time, but it didn't go so well. Oh, uh, okay. So my question is, how does this band just keep getting away with this? Like. I don't know. I think that line meant the first time. And then in the post, you know, right at the right. end of the movie, we find out like, wait a minute, what about? In pre-internet times, nobody knew about anything. Yeah. Nobody knew a damn thing. You could be <laughs> like, yeah, I think that might even just be it. It's like literally they could just get away with it. Because oh, that band just... that a hundred people saw turn into lizards and burn. Uh, they're just doing a sold out concert at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Okay. That did not make the news. That oh, was not gotcha. important. That is not important enough. Because demon banned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Satan cleared everything up for them. So <clears throat> here's the most important line pretty much of the whole movie, which is where he's like, uh, he he says, oh, well, you know, you're you're dating the mayor's daughter. So blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, he's like, how would you where are you getting your information? He's like, I've known your you're a famous guy. I've, I've known, known your, your soul, soul for a long time. Oh, what? that should be a real tip off. But, you know, he's not. He's like, OK, I guess I'll shake your hand and leave. Yep. <laughs> cool. That's real creepy. Goodbye. You who know about me know and have known my soul forever. Yeah. So Italian stereotype dad shows up. Um, <clears throat> we're here in we're here watching uh, Italian stereotype kid lift weights while listening to Black Roses on his stereo. Yes. He's sitting on his couch, doing arm curls, getting angry. And dad comes in and wants him to, he's like, sees that he's wearing an earring and says the the famous line, which, you know what? I'm just not going to say. No. But uh, instead of saying it, I think I think you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, and so he. It's also um, the dude from Sopranos. It's yeah, first it's, movie. Yeah, it's the guy from Sopranos. Yep. Um, so, I don't, never seen it, but I. I've played the pinball a yeah. lot. So <laughs> <laughs> I think you're not missing much. I think really the pinball machine gets all the really most important parts yeah. of it. I feel that way about a lot of a lot of movies. Um, so the dad turns the stereo off. He kicks the kid out. And after, then he's just like, I'm going to pick up this magazine and just sit here where my kid was sitting and read this. Yep. <laughs> okay. So he sits there reading the magazine. The stereo turns back on. What? I'm going to turn this off again. Turns it off. It turns back on. Turns off. Turns back on. And then 
starts getting like evil biomechanical shit all over the speakers with like it. tubes and and detritus and weird stuff everywhere. And D- then detritus, detritus, <laughs> detritus. Is that how you say it? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, then a big monster comes out of the speaker, grabs him by the <laughs> face, and sucks him in. <laughs> well, first he Not wrestles to- with the the weird ass monster on the ground, and it's. Obviously, completely a not moving um, puppet. <laughs> that was a tough one because, like, the way that they filmed it, they could have had it so that you were convinced that he was having a hard time, like, overcoming this. Thing. But they do the two wide shot where you just you just right. see him on the ground flailing with this stiff, not yeah. moving object. That's yeah. terrible. It's too bad, especially because they flip it on its back and it's like having a hard time turning over, and it feel it looks really vulnerable and like really yeah. weak. But uh, and it's just one moving jaw. Yeah, definitely, definitely a sock puppet type yes. character. But, but he grabs him by the face and pulls him into the speaker. Sucks him into the speaker. And that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty great. And then it burps, yeah. which was a nice touch. <sighs> yep. OK, so back at Professor Playgirl's house, he's pouring a beer, putting on some classical music. Lou. Tunes, you'll find them all on Nick. <laughs> yes. So he's listening to classical, like the most generic classical music possible. I don't know what song that is. I mean, or what it's called. I just know it from the Looney Tunes commercial on Nickelodeon. Perfect. That's, that's all you need, Lots I think. Of stuff, enough to make you sick. <laughs> it sucks. I, I spent a lot of time in music school to not know what that is. Um, <laughs> shit. Yeah, so... He, and he has a photo on his wall. Yeah, what the fuck is up with him this? with the three kids from his classroom? That is downright like. What are you doing? You should get fired. Yeah, that is not okay. You are clearly doing something inappropriate. <laughs> like that is not all right. Um, and so that makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> and then we we go to night three of the concerts. Is this the third concert? I thought it was the second. Okay, it must be the second concert. Okay. First was with the parents that they saw. Right. Now, this is the second one. And now, what is this scene about? It's amazing. So, they so they start... Oh, is this the... Where are we at? Oh, we're not there. The Yeah. It's the, the desiccated corpses thing. It's the... Like, oh, where they... Lightning bolt and they change into... Yeah. The Return of the Living Dead... Right. ...video cover. So, they're not... <laughs> I'm assuming they're not actually dead. No, because, because characters... then there'd be like missing kids right okay <laughs> but it's just weird i i don't know what it it's is. cool it's what? awesome it looks awesome so yeah they're playing their song and people just keep transforming they look just like the return of the living dead punks yeah with the green skin and the <laughs> you know yeah they're great i mean it, they're great puppets they're great like great effects but i don't know what the it makes is. a fun music video but yeah. yeah it makes zero sense yeah just, so they're just doing it because it looks cool i guess and i um, guess after they're done their music they Go back to normal kids. Yeah, I guess that's they must. That's the like, deal. <laughs> whatever. I guess it's demon just band proving that they're becoming evil. They're getting possessed. Whatever. Okay, and so uh, Professor Playgirl's house, broken glass, something smashed. What is it? Oh, I'm so mad. He runs outside, looks at his car. His side window has been busted in, and somebody's left a black roses flyer on his car. <laughs> And it's like, oh, he's so angry. He pulls out, screaming that car, uh, that really fast car. I love that car. I don't know what it is. I can't ID it. It's great. I don't know what it is yeah. either. It belonged to the director of photography. Oh, really? Who then, like, I think quit halfway through, but they had to keep his car. 
<laughs> but uh, either way, uh, they dr- he drives out like super fast. The two dudes, Johnny and what was up with that? They were standing right there. Right after there. He drives past them. Could, I thought they were going to chase him or something, but they didn't do anything. But I mean, he could see them. Like he yeah. absolutely had to be able to see them. It's like, and were they just, just waiting past. there to see his reaction to it? Yeah. Or? I mean, yeah, absolutely. It was I think just they like, were it, just, he was they saw so him fast. Drive, they saw him drive away. Then they're like, <laughs> then they jumped in their car and I was like, oh, they're going to chase him and, and fuck him up. Like, nope. Nope. They just drove Johnny home. Nope. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> And so now now he's out driving around the town and he's seeing lewd and lascivious behavior everywhere he looks. It's not the quiet Mill Basin that it used oh to be. Oh my goodness. Mill Basin has really changed. Um, everybody's making out and fighting and fighting and making out at the same time. Um, and it's just like he's shaking his head and he's like, hmm, something's <laughs> wrong with this town now. Um, and so he goes to the mayor's house. And the mayor's daughter is there. Again. Why? There's... We get into this, like, whole argument about how their life's going and how they used to date with the mayor's it feels daughter. Like, I mean, again, it feels like she was written into this movie. Yeah. Just... Just because. But, I don't know. And I guess she thinks, like, uh... Oh, she keeps... She's really weird, too. She's like, oh, you're little student. She keeps calling everything little. Yeah, she's she's quite quite literally belittling everything he does. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know that you were going to teach ABCs to... To a bunch of inbreds. To a she's bunch like, of when I first went out with you, I thought you were a man that was going to make something of his life, not just yeah. teach the alphabet to inbreds in this town. It's like, well, what did you think he was going to do? He's what the teacher. hell? What the fuck can you do in Mill Basin? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think he was going to do? And what do you do? You... I she guess plays, play tennis? She plays tennis for Fuck. a living. Also, how old is she supposed to be? That's what I couldn't tell either. Cause Why is she living with her father? What is yeah. happening? Is she is this like one of those like older actress things? That's where why like, none of this part makes I'm, sense. I'm cast as a 17-year-old. You wouldn't believe that I'm not 17, yeah. would you? I'm actually 55. Did you did you notice? Yeah, I, I fucking noticed. But, but that's the weird thing too. Like, why would you be and he's friends with her dad? So it's just like, I'm the old teacher that's friends with this guy my yeah. own age, but I'm going to be dating his daughter? Who's also his own age? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't get it, man. Very confusing. Johnny goes home and goes to bed right after this. Yeah. We get that I love scene. when he walks in and he ignores his dad. He just plays air guitar <laughs> yes. in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. He's so pumped from rabble yeah, rousing. So excited. <laughs> So he, yeah, he's he's playing his air guitar, and he goes and, and he goes into the bed, and a naked woman comes into the window, when and, they he, have and he sex. plays that small town song too, my hometown. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, and that song was supposed to basically be a fake bad song. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's so weird that it's. But is it though? Or do they actually like it? Clearly, they like it. I think it's. Vin- I mean, every metal band's got those mellow songs, so it's like you you can yeah. pick like a mellow song from a metal band and be like, "See, mom, it's not that bad." Yeah. Yep. That's true. Just pick the ballad. Um, and now we have an awesome little scene. So the little kid's been listening to his, the <laughs> little brother. Awesome. Yeah. He's also been listening to all of the Black Roses stuff, and so he's also evil as well. And so he's playing with his action figures, and he's like. Batman, fuck you, Batman, and he flies into the into the, the fireplace. fireplace. Aquaman, you can't defeat <laughs> Glowhead Skeletor into the fireplace, and he's like, I only like the bad guys. Yeah, now. His, his dad's like, why did you do that? He's like, they were the bad guys. Yep. <laughs> no, they weren't. 
So clearly he's evil. He's also the, I believe he's the son of the screenwriter and director, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. So this whole scene's just wonky too. Um, this is, uh, whose dad is this? Uh, was it just random girl? Because it wasn't Julie's dad. Was no, it, it was n- no. not Julie's dad. So this is some so other. It's just like some random dad and two mm-hmm. random girls like that we meet. Wait. <laughs> for just this part, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. It's so, just like, hey, we're back from the concert. Mom's at bridge, so we have daddy to ourselves. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and so they And play- this girl named Tina's like, my parents are at a party and I'm locked out for like a couple hours. So can I stay here? And, and it's like, and this is so weird. So they start playing gin and then eventually her friend's just like, I'm tired. Good night, daddy. Yep. It's like, wouldn't you take your friend to bed with you? Or be like, hey, you want to go upstairs? And no, this was part later? of the plan, man. Yeah. This was, was the that, evil was it, plan. Was it what it was? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. They're both evil. And then she's alone with him uh, so she can kill him. After some strip gin. After some strip gin. Yep. So <laughs> that's so weird. Um, Yeah. Oh, right. And in between this, we get another. So this is basically like a long form montage Mm -hmm. of every parent getting killed. So what winds up happening is somebody has sex and somebody gets killed pretty much in each one of these little montages. And so we go back to the Italian stereotype family and his mom is yelling at him in Canadian that he's like... He pulls in and she's like, Did you go to that show again after you I oot? told you not to? Were you boot? oot when I told you not to be a boot? <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. And then uh, then he just smokes his tires and runs her over. Mm-hmm. And so she's And then dead. Johnny kills his dad. Johnny kills his cool dad with a, with a handgun. And for some reason puts on an Argento glove when he does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's classy. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yes. So dad's ogling that that girl at the gin game she suggests strip poker blah 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 yeah and then she sexes him to death somehow yep which apparently she was supposed to fuck him to death but no none of the actresses would agree to do it and so the closest they'd get was lay on his shoulder and die oh really kill him yeah that's so weird yeah so so there's this commentary it's pretty funny it's especially funny because their kids are there like the, why? I think the director and and screenwriter are married, and their two kids are present. The fifteen year old kid. I was going to say, how old are the kids? They can't be young. Fifteen and whatever. Yep. The, the The older brother is the one who is in the movie. Okay. So he's yeah, and so they're just hanging out, and it's like it's pretty funny. They're they're <laughs> pretty funny. They're you know they're obviously embarrassed by their parents talking about sex constantly. Um, the, especially good is the mom in the in the commentary is like that was the closest she would come to fucking that guy to death fucking actresses <laughs> <I was like, laughs> mom <clears throat> I totally would have done it oh mom no, stop, stop. Oh, <laughs> so back at school everyone is way cooler looking oh yeah they're all metal though now they look awesome they got mullets they got iron yep. maiden shirts <laughs> yep mullets and iron maiden they're playing shirts. cards in class <laughs> tough kids canadian style <laughs> and so she says that line what do we study dead yeah. writers when there's a perfectly good poet right now that writes rings around them his name's damien 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 <laughs> And so the teacher's like, I, I want you to do a, an essay on Damien, Damien. And he's like getting shouted out of class. And he's like, uh, okay, I'll be right back. And then <laughs> gets out. <laughs> Smartly gets out. 
So that's not great. So he calls the mayor, and he's the, and his big takeaway is bad kids, bad music, bad news. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but so, this whole thing never really goes anywhere either. No. The mayor. No. Almost. So. Like, is again, the mayor under the banned spell or something? Because he seems, like, not receptive to, like, this is his friend. But he's just, like, dismissing him, being like, you sound like Mrs. Miller. Yeah. Uh, he's the Jaws mayor. He's He's got to keep the every beaches mayor, open. Every mayor in these movies is every, the Jaws mayor. Every mayor is the Jaws mayor. <laughs> and so he's like, I, whatever, we're going to keep the beaches open. It's fine. Keep keep all that concert money coming in. Kids are turning into demons. We only got two more show nights, and they'll <laughs> be out of town. It's fine. Um, and then our next murder montage is the daughter of the gin playing dad who got killed mm-hmm. going to see a therapist or the principal or like a guidance counselor or something. And she makes that, gin, uh, the it's bridge just, club joke. It's just for one bad joke. Pretty yeah. much. Oh, this yeah. whole setup is yeah. just for that joke, which is, um, yeah, my mom came home after, after bridge club and found him dead and she was devastated. Well, of course she, she was. She yeah, lost at bridge. She lost. <laughs> that was it. Uh, and then he's like, what could I do to make this better? What What would help? And she's like, I just kind of want to open the window and scream. And so, <laughs> so he's like, yeah. And this, what the hell is up with this therapist too? Like the whole time he's like, he keeps turning around and flipping like, this book. Playing with like, the book. I, no <laughs> did idea. They, did they say anything about that? Or? Mm-mm. At least I didn't see That's anything. the details I need to know. It's good. No, like, you know, we all have different ways of expressing feelings. I'm going to spin around and just flip this page of this book behind <laughs> so me on the you, shelf. So and, you uh, don't think I'm paying attention. Sometimes we cope with things. And hold on one second as I spin around and lift this book up a little bit again and put it back. It's an actor choice. Yeah, it totally was. An actor it's stupid. choice. A very stupid <laughs> actor choice. Um, <clears throat> yep, so... She goes, he goes and opens the window and she, of course, pushes him out. And we get a one second shot of her face as a, a demon. She's got a creature Which face. Which was also a very nice demon face. It actually. was. I, I wanted to see more of it. Yeah. And so. I wanted, and then she looks out the window and she's like, nice scream. Like, why couldn't we see the demon looking out the window? Being like, nice scream. Like. Would have been much more yeah. fun. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, <clears throat> we go back to our sexy teacher in the library. Surprise. Wait, you are really. Joy. You're really attracted to this teacher. Oh, God, this guy is hot as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and I kept... single. I kept looking at this dude, and I was like, I know him from something. And then finally I saw the commentary, and it was like, oh, it's the Marlboro Man. He was voted Mill Basin's most eligible bachelor Absolutely. five years running. Totally. Because and he, Mill Basin's sexiest stash awards. <laughs> six years running. It's so funny. I paused the movie to like get up and go to the bathroom or something, and it was just his face, and it looked just like porn because it was like he was making a like, oh, <laughs> face, and I was like, uh, "That's that's classy." Um, so, and then you right. turned off the porn and started then, watching. And Black then I Roses. started watching Black Roses again. <laughs> <laughs> so the teachers in the library. He's surprised by Julie. Johnny's hanging out behind her. This makes no sense either. And she's and she's and he's like he's researching all these satanic books. Now you know how in a movie when, when when somebody's trying to uncover the mystery and they go to the library and they research a bunch of the shit and then they find out oh Something. it's this. Yeah. We never get that moment. You don't get anything. 
He's just looking at books. He's looking at Satan books. You never find out, like, and what was he going to find in all these old library books? He's like, oh, shit. It says here in the 1700s, a metal band came to town <laughs> and gave free shows for the kids. Oh, the traveling minstrels of the 1600s who turned into into demons. and That would be awesome, actually. Well, that's what I was waiting I to see. I would love that. But, no, we didn't get any of that. This was, the movie was edited down pretty considerably. Yeah. I don't know and what And that's, that's something I do like about this movie, though, because... It's with, tight. Be, it, yeah, it's only an hour and 20 minutes. It flows fast. There's yeah. not that many wasted... There's a lot of stupid scenes, but they're quick. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, it just trucks. It's not like they... <laughs> but yeah. still, if you have a scene of a guy researching what's going on, have him find out what's going on. Yeah, abs- or at least... At least have an it, inkling. Yeah, something. Something related to anything in the movie. Like usually the, 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 in a movie like this, he, you know, he finds out what it is. Then he finds somebody local that knows like the legends and brings us to them to get clarification. Like That never happens. He's just in a library looking at books. Johnny's sitting out back there looking all cool kids slick. Uh, Julie's telling him she's going to the show tonight. And then he's like, who, with John? And she's like, no, no he doesn't mean anything to me. And John's just still standing there. And eventually Julie just goes and then John follows, but it's just It's like, confusing because she's like, I need more than I she's like, uh he's like, I like you, Julie. I like you a lot. It's great. And she's like, liking me isn't enough. I need more from you. And then leaves. <laughs> and that was it. it. Nothing. So And Johnny follows. And Johnny follows. After giving some like low down devil horns or something. <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. And so now we're back at the show again. And this is when we've finally gone straight Satan with all this. Oh, yeah. Um, Damien's got like the the crazy white contact lenses. He's like all. He's all speaking in like the Dr. Claw voice. Yeah. You will serve me. Worship your master. Yep. Cliched satanic statements. I had to. I had to. And a very uncliched satanic statement at the end. I had to actually flip back because I couldn't figure out what he said. His last line was, let's, let's make, make Blood City. Let's make Blood City. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Me too. I love <laughs> it. I absolutely love it. Sounds like a Turbo Negro song, but um, so this is the, and then he laughs and then we go to the lady touching her boobs in the mirror forever. Such a dumb scene. Forever. But again, it's something they needed. Why? Oh, the it's, producer. It's, it's like, the uh, the distributors. Distributor. We're like, we need more boobs, and they were like, okay, fine, we'll find somebody to show their boobs. But like, man, why would you make such a lazy scene though? Now, 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 now that you tell me that they ordered that scene in there, it makes so much more sense to me because it's at it was the just end. like here's like a picture of Damien on a mirror and a just close up of boobs for five yeah. minutes doing nothing. But like, why wouldn't they? Because I don't they, know, shoot a groupie scene or something that was that was actually interesting. I mean, I think like they all, put the, zero effort into all the actors had gone home. Oh, and I yeah. Think, I oh. think this is basically one of those things where they had, because they'd shown it to the distributor. It was edited and finished. Yep. And they were like, it needs more monsters and it needs boobs. So basically they were like, well, we're going to have to get new actors to play everyone. The movie must have been like an hour and five minutes without the opening scene and the boobs. <clears throat> Originally, all of those little, uh, those little vignettes at the beginning those were all five minutes a piece. Oh, really? When you were introduced yeah. to each character. Oh, wow. And they went back and they were like, oh, wait, the dialogue's exactly the same in each one of yeah. these. <laughs> Have some cereal before you leave for school. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Oh, we're out of life cereal. Oh, we got cookie crisp. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. sure that was very it interesting. Was, <laughs> it was just apparently way too boring. And so they just cut cookie them down. Cookie crisp. Well, if they had a cookie crisp ad, it would have been more fun. <laughs> 
<sighs> I fucking really want Cookie Crisp right now. I don't blame you. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's supposed to be Julie, who's touching her yes. boobs in the mirror. So <clears throat> she gets she gets to massaging her boobs and then realizes she needs to go kill her stepdad. So she goes off, grabs her, grabs an ashtray and beats his head in. That was so lame too. I, th- I thought it was just a lame kill. I wish I wish she did something different than. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of gore in this movie. No, too. it's it's very it's just very light it's just like, on the gore. I'm just gonna bludgeon you with this ashtray. And that was the bloodiest kill yeah. in this whole movie, pretty much. <clears throat> All right, uh, Professor wakes up in the library after being so concerned that he falls asleep. And, he, and he, what does he say? He's like, I missed the concert. Or was he gonna go? I guess. Or, again, another part that makes no sense. Like, yeah, maybe he was supposed to go to the concert. Like, oh crap. Missed the concert, Julie, and then he just like runs out of the library and drives to uh, Julie's house. To Julie's house, yeah. But she is not there, and then we find her mom crying because her dad. Yep. Because she killed her dad. So then he drives home. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> and uh, and the mayor's daughter uh, plays some tennis, gets into her car. Julie's in the car in the back seat. I love the scene too because she's like, oh, you're one of Matt's little students. Like, she's 17, 18 years old. Stop calling every kid little. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're 56 years old, everyone is pretty She's young only too. 30. <laughs> <laughs> so I did like this kill. I thought it, it was fun. It was an interesting choice to instead of just having her slice her throat like somebody would normally do in one to of these movies. Which cutting is like, and cutting, yeah. <laughs> like, and it looked good. I was like, oh. That's but again, point, visceral and bizarre. But again, like pointless. Yeah, <laughs> I guess she. I guess she's. Is it to make her seem more evil? Like she's killing Matt's ex girlfriend to like get. Yeah. To be only his, but again, sure. this character makes no sense to me. In the movie. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me either. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> and then she goes to Priscilla's. The teacher goes to Priscilla's, and he's like. Yeah, and so she's not there, and so he goes back to his house. Oh, yep, that's when the mayor calls and tells her. Yep, that that his daughter's dead, and the car caught fire. Car caught fire. We never see the car on fire. Right, they cannot afford that. (laughs) There's no way in hell. Um, So doorbell rings, and it's Julie, and she's got a present for him. The present is me. Yes, the present was herself. (laughs) And so, uh, so she's like getting naked, feeling him up, getting all, all crazy. And instead of pushing her away like a he normal human being, kind of goes being, for it a couple times, it seems. And he also smacks her in the face instead of like pushing her off. <laughs> he was like, well, she wasn't getting the message for one. <laughs> I still don't think that that's an yeah. accurate response to this this situation. Um, and so, but it does put her down on the floor in that night of the demons position where she can mm-hmm. reveal that she has scary monster teeth, which is fun. Which looks great. The scary monster teeth look awesome. They're like crazy boar, like too big for her mouth, which I thought was. Yeah. It, it's funny in the commentary, they were talking about how it didn't work because they didn't fit in her mouth. And I was like, that's why it works. That's it, why it works it so looks good. Great yeah. Because it, it looks stretches like stretches her lips too. When yeah. It's in there. Yep. Like it's like tearing out of her face. That's great. Uh and then she transforms into like such an awesome creature. I, I, yeah, I love what this thing looks like, even though it makes no sense seismically, because Julie's seismic <laughs> size wise, oh. size wise. Yes, yes. I know words. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, Julie's like pretty much the same size yes. as Doctor Right Teacher Sexy there. Yes, um, 
and then she turns into this creature with this giant long neck. Yeah. And suddenly becomes like a good foot or so shorter than the teacher. Uh, it's good. It's a good demon. Um, it does look good, but it just... I don't understand why it's so short once that happens. Like, did they, could they not make like the lower part of the body? Cause we have the, we have just like the classic kind of elf shit where you just see the puppet behind yeah, the counter oh, and everything like that. And it's so short. It's definitely <clears throat> suffering from elves syndrome. Yes. It's got, it's got a little bit of the elves. It's a little, it's a little more expressive than, than an elf yep. from elves, but it is definitely not very expressive. No. Um, and he just starts punching it. <laughs> and then he's like, shit, how about I throw a tennis ball in its mouth? <laughs> then he starts hit, no, he starts hitting it with a tennis racket, which like fails apparently. The, Once it's unstrung, he's like, Well, this isn't a weapon anymore. <laughs> it <laughs> never was. Ridiculous. <laughs> and then he starts putting tennis balls in its mouth, and it's like, oh, tennis balls aren't working. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna throw some banana peels on the ground. <laughs> he gets a <laughs> He gets the net from a tennis court and he wraps it yeah. around and like none of these tennis-based weapons are working. Then he sees these pillows and he's like, "Oh, throw pillow!" <laughs> and he starts throwing them. Yeah, he's he's avoiding anything that could do any damage to this this creature. Oh, is that maybe why? Probably, probably too expensive to injure. Um, but or, or or it's like he thinks that it would revert oh. back to Julie, so he doesn't want to like permanently yeah. hurt it how does he kill it he breaks a chair leg off and stabs it okay yeah yeah yep but so, then we but then we find out that julie's at the concert so it wasn't actually oh julie yeah. it was just a demon because he saves her at the end when he chucks her <laughs> off the stage violently <laughs> that scene when you're like oh boy he's gonna try to rescue her and then he throws <laughs> her just yeets her off the stage yeah. like a total asshole. It's like a YouTube clip of a, a drunk stage diver when there's nobody to jump into. Yeah, nah, yeah, that was that's a good that's a good one. <sighs> okay, so but this, but this is definitely my favorite scene of the movie. This creature fight. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so hokey. It's, the demon's face looks great. I mean, it doesn't move very much. Goofy as hell. It's goofy as hell, but it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'll always remember it. it's prominently on the back of the box too. Yep. When you look at the back of the. So I always remember that image from video stores too. It looks like a bald camel is kind of what it looks like. Hmm. Um, it's very Joe strange. Camel. It, oh shit! Everything's coming together. Oh my god! Joe Camel was out for revenge against, against the Marlboro Man. Man. Fuck! God, this movie's deep. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so, so the Marlboro Man goes out to get tanks of gas and uh, and some flares, <laughs> and nobody says boo about it, which is. I feel like maybe I'm maybe I'm living in a post 9/11 world where where people are more suspicious, but I feel like if you pull up to a gas station and say I'd like a bunch of cans of gasoline and some flares. flares. And, and do you have any matches too just in case? Also, do you have a map to the place where all the kids are going to be hanging out? <laughs> cool. All right. I thought he was getting dynamite at first. When I, was <laughs> I thought so this. too. I thought he was at some sort of black market dynamite. Black market dealer. black market gas. <laughs> But no, it was just flares. <laughs> Fill it up, unleaded. You're going to get five sticks of dynamite. Five, five sticks of dynamite. <laughs> Come right up, Mac. You want me to check the oil, too? <laughs> uh, yep. So the kids go into the concert, and he's... Everybody's he, got matching shirts. Yes, everybody's got matching shirts, and now now they're straight up culting it. Uh, everybody's got their hands in the air. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's like straight like cult stuff. 
And he's like, adorn me, my children of evil, my, <laughs> my soldiers of, of the night. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and the teacher just walks in. No, like, everybody's too culty to notice him. Yeah, the, <clears throat> nobody notices. He just walks in. Starts. He's got his grand plan of just dolloping gas on the <laughs> stage. I love it so much. He's like, it's like no coordinated effort. No, like, pour the gas outside to, like, seal the building in flames or anything. He's just like, I'm just going to sprinkle some. But, I mean. And that would just burn out. And also, what about the fucking kids? Yeah. Like, he's literally setting fire to He's going to massacre the whole school. Like, that is his plan, is to murder everyone in that it's room. It's a horrible it plan. It is a terrible plan. Um, but. And, oh, he's going to murder everybody except Julie. Except Julie. <laughs> he was he like, runs I, out with her. That's right. He throws he, him off. It's <laughs> like, fuck these other kids. Uh, they don't like Ralph Walter Emerson. Let him burn. <laughs> yep. And so, uh, finally, they do notice him as he's after he's and poured a when, bunch of gas. I love when Damien's voice changes, too, because I've got that, like, voice picture on him when he's, oh, my children. And he sees him, and he's like, get that man. Get that man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. He's a, yeah classically trained opera guy so he's got that kind of voice um and we get we get carmine holding on to uh to our our character it's like holds him and he actually gets a line at some point too it does yeah i don't remember pretty good uh so singer admits he's the devil basically yeah and pulls off his wig and he's bald <gasps> oh uh, you're not hair metal at all and he looks just like matt Lauer, which is not great <laughs> no um, that so, doesn't age well cl- well you know he was evil <laughs> so uh he starts he starts getting demonizing and and this, he gets cute as fuck he looks like a goomba from mario brothers the movie his face also resembles um sam from trick-or-treat yes it does kid there it does yep uh, and he's yeah he's just silly ass Star Trek lizard monster mm-hmm. yeah Star Trek 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 I don't know <laughs> but it's it's just goofy <laughs> and really and, goofy. and he moves so goofy too and the and the suit's got these uh, giant forearms like not like wide like Popeyes but long yeah so it, his arms just kind of flail yeah. stupidly and he is in like he's in a full on Godzilla type like like kaiju suit. He and cannot move. The guy that's in there no. cannot move. And it has made him about a foot shorter than he was before. That's also what happened to Julie Demon. Oh, man. The, when they turn into demons, they. Uh, the only person who'll put on their costume their is, all, is five feet tall. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're fighting. He does, he does his his key move his own personal move which is to grab the weakest weapon in the room and try to fight with it so he finds the the mallet that carmine was using on the uh on the gong yep and he starts hitting him with this soft fluffy no mallet do anything nothing at all he also kicks him in the nards but even then, though he doesn't have any it but that works that yeah. was the that was the move that actually worked um <laughs> damien's got nards yeah, damien's got nards <laughs> Um, and so he kicks him in the nuts and grabs Julie and you're like, okay, he's going to save her. Oh wait, no, he hates her. <laughs> Throws her right off stage. I rewound that like three times. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's like, I know you're trying to get her out of harm's way, but dude, play, like that was played for comedy. Like, I don't know if they, they had to have done that on purpose cause it was funny as hell. Yeah. And they had to be a good stunt woman too. Cause yeah, that, looks like it was gonna hurt. that was a, that was a real throw. Um, and so he finally gets to, to his flare eventually through whatever. Well, the monster punches him, throws him, then he lands there. So he yeah. lights the flare and he he throws it at the monster and it lights the stage on fire. 
And then the band is also, oh yeah, we forgot to mention, the band is also turned into yes. a zombie-looking creature. Yep. Not cool zombies like in the intro of the no, movie. They're cheeseball zombies. Yeah, just like skull face And they're zombies. like, oh shit. So the fire starts going. Damien Lizard starts going, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and the other band's like, okay, I guess we'll play our instruments now. <laughs> yep, so they play. They play themselves Ow. back to hell. Once the fire starts, all the kids, they snap out of their... Yep their admiration their cult like gaze and they're all like oh shit building on fire <laughs> yep and they run out and and we find out that they've basically they've it was a spell essentially and they're all like oh what what do you mean my dad's dead i need to find him oh, you know like and everything's back to normal except y'all killed your parents. except you all killed your parents <laughs> i thought this was gonna pull a um children of the night thing resetting oh. it I've been pulling splinters out of chests all day yeah like. I thought so too I was because it seems like a movie with uh, that would have a happy ending well I mean but it also gives you that impression with all the cheese ball music he that can't because he did rock and roll nightmare too right yeah so rock and roll nightmare basically the the whole thing is like at the end it turns out oh he wasn't nobody died at all oh really because i was the archangel michael the whole time well thanks for spoiling the movie for me dick oh yeah that's i spoiled <laughs> a great one for you um <laughs> but uh yes so satan is a theme with him okay yeah he he likes the satan uh the satan versus god concept it's gotta be a weird um I wonder how the town would process that after after the fact. Like, would the kids be in trouble? Like, or would there, the judge be like, okay, obviously this kind of wicked... This, this cult. Took over. Yeah. I have no idea. Everybody saw the green monster thing, right? Fighting? <laughs> I, I mean, Do they remember it? The only adult was, was him, though. Yeah. Right? So, no. So they'd probably all go to prison. <laughs> Those kids are all... Maybe they're all underage, so they'd at least go to juvenile hall. Um, until they were 18 and then they'd be fine. Oh, and don't forget Tommy running out of the fire too with his arm on fire and he yes. won't get on the ground or anything. He's just like, oh, fuck, shit, fuck, <laughs> motherfucker, shit. <laughs> I liked that a lot. Me too. Uh, all right. And so now we cut to kind of a little coda at the end Epilogue. of the movie. Yeah. And we've got, we got them sitting around a TV and they're like, it's oh. the mayor and the teacher. Yep. Shh. Hold on. There's something on TV. Yeah. And it's Black Roses are now playing Madison Square Garden for after five it. nights for five nights in a row, and they've sold out every night. Yep. And then the teacher just says "evil," and then the movie ends. Yeah. Wow. What Weird. did the commentary say on that? Did they just not? I actually had not gotten to that yet. Let's get to I, it after. Okay. This. Well, I have to flip to that because I got to know why they just yeah, ended yeah, it, it like that. The That's movie just silly. ends. You just see a picture of Damien. Mm-hmm. And again, like I was asking earlier, like, where's the accountability for what happened in this town? Like, this town came to yeah. ba- Basin, Mill Basin, died in a fire, apparently, or were at least involved in a fire mm. at a school. Like, this would be big news. Yeah. Uh, apparently, no. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's pre-9-11. It's pre-internet. You could get away with anything. You just go someplace else. They don't even know who you are. The police did this all the time. They were just going from town to town, killing people. Never got reported all through the eighties. Um, this movie rules. Yeah. <laughs> as much as we hate on it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I mean, it's a movie that is full of nonsense. It's full of nonsense. Nothing gets explained. It's only an hour and 20 minutes long. So yeah. it's, it's a breeze to watch. Uh, the fashions 
are Ooh, incredible. So good. Such great clothes. Yep. Uh, and hair. Like the girl in the class um, who has a jacket that's made of cut up jeans. Yeah. So it's like a, the pants, like the button, <laughs> the belt line of a jean is actually her collar. Attached, sewn onto a windbreaker. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, the Lambos in the opening are great. I love the opening credits. Uh, oh. The, 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 the vines come out and the Lambos drive over the vines. Like, it's, but, it's, but underneath the title? Yeah. So the title like goes super over. super oh, layers. That was really cool. Yeah. And you're like, once you see that, like it's setting you up for like, oh, this is going to be a unique trip. Yeah, I And agree. then it doesn't do like much stuff stylized. No, <laughs> it's... That, it's it's not a terribly stylized movie. Again, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars is a pretty pretty sizable budget for one of these kind yep. of things, but it the, also doesn't allow you to do the rubber monsters anything. are great. Um, they, it's I mean, like super props for creativity. Yeah. Like even even as it looks goofy, the fact that it exists is cool. Like the yep. fact that you see all these monsters, uh, the the speaker <laughs> spider and the 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 lumpy record and all that kind of stuff. Like I love oh, I love props like that. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and this movie. A weird little weird little tie-in. Our friend Grady Hendricks wrote a book called uh, "We Sold Our Souls," which is an amazing book. And he named the town Mill Basin in a tribute to this thing. So I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what a great movie! Um, it's probably the best thing he ever did. I haven't seen... There's one that you mentioned that I haven't seen. Uh, the Jitters. The Jitters. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. And my buddy Joe made me a copy of that. So thanks for that, Joe Flash. I'm interested. Uh, I need to watch it still. I'm a horrible I'm, person. I'm interested. I'm, People make me dubs and I sit on them for months. Like It's it's an awful thing. I'm a little scared of it because <laughs> he has made some pretty awful movies. But you know what? They're always fun. Like Rock and Roll Nightmare is a fun movie too. It's just It's just silly. Yeah. And the monster design at the end of Rock and Roll Nightmare is so similar to the monster that they fight in the kitchen, the Julie monster. Yep. Very, very similar. Hmm. The, the the Satan monster at the end, except it's much worse. It's like really puppet on a stick. People like are just, oh, come on, John, another long neck, short monster. <laughs> yes. This one definitely like, I don't think it had any anything that it could move. So okay. it was just jiggling. <laughs> I kind of see this. Just one of those elf style jiggle puppets. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's the that's and, the story. And again, worth checking out this movie too for the for the music that isn't the metal music. Yeah, because it's just so funny. It is. It's seriously it's a, it's like I just kept thinking of like an RPG, like a like a Dragon Warrior quest. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the Casio trumpets. <laughs> yeah, it's it's triumphant and wonderful. Um. Yeah. What a great movie. Yes. God damn it. All right. Well, you can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast on the Instagram. And I am Matt Awkward VHS Fiend. And uh, CoastCityComics.com. And that's the story. So next week we'll be doing a uh, question oh. mark at this point. Have we yeah. Ran well, out of metal movies or we should, we should move on to something else. I think we need to, I think we need to move on, do something a little more Halloween-y. Yep. I don't know what yet. If anybody has suggestions, hit us up. Yeah. Call now. <laughs> call in. <laughs> call All right. Good night, everybody. Basis. <laughs>